music, celebrities, and everything in between. Back to the Mulberry Lane Show, brought to you by Elisa Ilana Jewelry. Now, here's Mulberry Lane. If you tuned in last weekend, you heard Joe Bonzel of the Oak Ridge Boys talk about his new book, On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys. Sold over 100 million albums, are members of the Gospel Music Hall of Fame, and will soon be inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame. He shared some stories from the road, lots of music career advice, and a few behind-the-scenes funny moments. So here's part two of our interview with Joe Bonzel of the Oak Ridge Boys. Now, you love Twitter. Yeah, I'm a Twitter guy. I, I know. I've, I've tweeted with you guys. Yeah, yes. I love that about uh-huh. you. Yeah, I enjoy tweeting because it's quick. It is. I'm not a Facebook guy because to me, family members and even guys in the group that are on Facebook, they're like on it all the time. Mm-hmm. It yeah. would just absolutely drive me crazy to spend that much time. Uh-huh. But, but the Oakers boys have a huge Facebook presence. I mean, you put something on Twitter and boom, it goes pretty well. You put it on Facebook and it goes through the roof. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I think it's important to embrace these social networks and the things of this day and age and how you can continue to promote your group. And you guys have always done that, embrace new technology within your shows and all the way through your career. The Oak Ridge Boys in our heyday, back in the early 80s, after we did the big tours with Kenny Rogers, and then Elvira started hitting, and then we did our own arena tours, we were like the first group to have laser smoke and the computerized fairy light systems lighting up the stage, and to have big grids with spotlights up in the grids. Everybody's forward thinking, everybody's always planning, how do we do it better next year than we did it this year? That's why I say there's no stopping this group. God will stop us, because there ain't no stopping in any of these guys. Uh And of course you surround yourself with good production people. We mentioned John Muir, John's been with us over 40 years as well. See, that's why this book to me is not only an inside look at the Oak Ridge Boys, but it's a handbook for the music industry. Uh Like, you know, Belmont University here in Nashville has a gigantic music program. I honestly believe that it should be required reading for all these kids that want to be in the business, either behind the scenes or be stars or be songwriters or be road managers or be bus drivers, for crying out loud. I think there's something in this book that can teach young people a good, positive way how to do and do it right. Yeah, uh-huh. and another thing that I wasn't aware of is Garth Brooks would watch you guys from the side stage when he was opening for you. It's like your influence keeps trickling down. You know, Garth Brooks went in the Hall of Fame before the Oak Ridge Boys, which I think he should have been in there even years before that with all the man has accomplished. Uh-huh. And to me, he's still the biggest star that's ever been in our business. We went to the luncheon the day it was announced that Garth would be the next inductee into the Hall of Fame, and he got up there that day and he pointed out to us said, I see the Oak Ridge Boys sitting out there. I can't believe I'm in the Hall of Fame and they're not. Wow. Yeah. And that was about three years ago. Uh And now this year we are the inductees, right? Yeah. Well, we run into Garth doing CMA Fest. Mm -hmm. I went up and hugged Garth. And, you know, we've been good friends for a long time because we all kind of went back to those days where Garth did open for us, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. And he said, congratulations on the Hall of Fame, guys. I couldn't be happier. I says, I know that. You know what, Garth? I go back to that day at that luncheon when you pointed us out and said we should be in the Hall of Fame, I think it helped. Yeah. Uh-huh. He said, well, I don't know that it helped. I said, you guys got there on your own. I said, no, I think it helped. <laughs> <laughs> He's Garth Brooks, man. He's the G-man. He influenced it. I think he had some influence on it. Well, you influenced him first, sounds like. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that yeah. cool? Yeah. But that's how it goes sometimes in the music business. You know, you help out people, they help you out, and uh, I think it still goes on to this day. Yeah. You're listening to the Mulberry Lane Show. Joe Bonzel of the Oak Ridge Boys talking about his brand new book, On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys. You also have a chapter dedicated to people who have become meaningful to you. 
I think you meet a lot of people along the road, and I, for one, have a weakness for elderly folks. Okay. I have a lot of love and respect for those who have gone on before me. Yes. I remember one time, I think I write about my good friend Lodi Hamilton there, who just passed away here recently at 93. She told me once, you're the only person I know that will sit and listen to me. Nobody listens to old people. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, well, I do. And I think you can learn so very much from older folks. So, yeah, I wrote a chapter called Old Friends. Actually, a lot of people really love that chapter. Yeah, it really touched Rachel, and we share your appreciation for older people as well. Well, thank you, and I'm glad you do, because it's a treasure. Yes, it is. Definitely. There is also the funny story about the senior citizen tour that boarded your bus. Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) Well, the story you're alluding to in the book is we're playing this big festival in North Dakota. Okay. And the bus is parked right outside of a hotel. Mm-hmm. And I'm getting off the bus, and there's a lineup of elderly people all lined up to get on the, get on the bus. I guess they thought that our big private coach was like their tour bus. So I didn't say nothing. It passed me by, and they all started getting on the bus. Oh my god! At least seven or eight people passed me by getting on as I was getting off. You didn't even say anything, like folks, no. you got the wrong bus. Just I had my shoulder on. bag on. I went by them, laughing to myself, and went to my room. And these people are getting on the bus. I don't even know the reaction. What must have happened when they realized that? Hey, wait. Wait a minute. <laughs> this is a really nice bus. <laughs> this is really nice, nicer than we've ever seen. We could sleep on here. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Now talk about your banjo playing. Um, <laughs> you know, the Oak Ridge Boys have a brand new hymns album out, right? Yes. Our, our latest album is Rock of Ages Hymns. And if you listen to Power in the Blood, you'll hear a good banjo ride by Banjoey. I'm Banjoey. Okay, Banjoey. Banjo. <laughs> and I've been playing for 14 years now. I really should be better. <laughs> okay. You know, I think it was the prophet Dirty Harry who said a man has to know his limitations. Okay. <laughs> well, I know in my heart that I'm never going to play banjo good enough to be a top-tier bluegrass banjo player. Okay. Like, if I was playing with the Ricky Skaggs band, they'd open fire on me. Okay. <laughs> but knowing that, it's a good thing because, therefore, I can just sit back on my porch and enjoy picking my banjo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet. And to me, being able to get it out of the case and make it sound like a banjo... Uh-huh. was one of my goals for years. Okay. <laughs> and I can do that now. I can get it out of the case, man, and rip in the Foggy Mountain breakdown right off the bat without even warming up. Okay. okay. What did it, it used to sound like? <laughs> <laughs> for years, what did it sound like? It sounded like crap, girl. <laughs> it was terrible. So it's banjo goals, right? Uh, so yes, my banjo goal. That's just one of my little sidelines. See, I sing for a living, but I love to play the banjo. I love to write. Yeah. And uh, either one's my day job, so I can enjoy it uh-huh. and not have to really worry about it. You know what right. I'm saying? Sure. Although I am worrying a little bit right now because the publishers are so happy with the fact that On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys is doing so well. Now they're pushing me to write another book. Okay. And now I don't know what to write. I have to write about the banjo. <laughs> uh, well, you know, I had an idea called Banjo Thoughts. Oh. And just write all this really crazy, obscure stuff from the standpoint of a banjo player. But oh. I, I thought, yeah, maybe 10 people would be interested in that, <laughs> you know? Exactly. Well, I was going to say that back in the beginning of this interview when you said that your publishing company said they liked your voice. Right. That's pretty cool that you can be liked for two different kinds of voices. You know, your, your writing voice and your singing voice. I think it's a real blessing, and I'm very thankful to the good Lord that I have been able to sit down with an open page yeah. and, and write something meaningful. Definitely. And like in this book, I do honor God a lot. You do give props to your Christian faith. I do, and I am very strong belief in the fact that God blesses you, and you give him the honor and the praise and the glory for those things. Mm-hmm. And God has blessed my life. He's blessed the Oak Ridge Boys. 
and he's deserving of the praise for all of it. The good health that we have, the talent that we have, the career that we've had, the families that we have are all incredible blessings from the Lord, and I think that's where it comes from. And to me, if I couldn't write about that, I think the writing is just, as the Bible says, a tinkling symbol. Right. I not only want to tell you about the Oak Ridge Boys and make you laugh and tell you some good stories, and tell you how we've done things, but I want to honor God along the way as well. We've all been brought up that way. Uh You'll notice that the book is dedicated to our four mothers. Yes. Mm -hmm. Our four moms, all of us, brought us up to honor God in our lives, to tell the truth, to treat people right. Mm -hmm. All four of us had that kind of upbringing, and I think that is one of the main reasons why we're together today, because our moms were right. They said it would pay dividends, and in the case of my mother, she'd always point over to my World War II veteran daddy in his wheelchair and say, that's why guys like him did what they did, so don't blow it. And that's very, very true. Powerful. Yeah. I joined the Oak Ridge Boys at 25 years old in 1973, and I'm now 67. I've spent my whole life so far being an Oak Ridge Boy, and all of that time, I've been on stage singing with the Oak Ridge Boys, making music history. And I bet when you were 25, you never could have predicted that. There's no way whatsoever that I could go back and look at that group that I write about in the book in the October 73 chapter, singing gospel songs together, dressed in checkered coats alike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot know. of good throwback Thursday photos, right? Oh, really good. But see, that's just the thing. If all of this ended tomorrow, people that studied music would have to shake their collective heads at what the Oak Ridge Boys have accomplished all these years. Yeah, that's true. And so what a blessing it is to be here. Yes. I don't know when it will end. I think the Oak Ridge Boys will go on as long as God gives us the health to sing, because none of us are sure going to leave. I mean, it's going to be like, well, you know, Joe's dead. He ain't coming. <laughs> right? <laughs> He'll have to call Dave Snowden and tell him that one. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would do it. That would kill Snowden right off. <laughs> Dave, we can't make that 40th, uh, oh, I shouldn't say that because it's coming up within a month. (laughs) We can't make the 40th Kentucky State Fair because Joe is dead. Okay, well, Joe, we want to thank you so much for joining our show today. And thank you for taking us on the road with you guys. The book is really a good read. And like you said, a lot of nuggets there for anyone in the music business. Well, girls, you're great. You're a great host. You're a great singing group, and uh, and you're really pretty. My goodness gracious. Oh, thank you. And thank it's, you. Uh, it's an honor to talk to you today, and I thank you for having me on. You know, the Oaks have a lot of friends across Nebraska, and I know you heard a lot across Nebraska. That's the middle of America right there, man. Nebraska is one of those states that holds the rest of the country up, in my opinion. And, uh, Amen. Uh, thank those people out there for all the many, many years. I think the Oaks have probably over the years played every fair there is to play in Nebraska, every building there is to play. I'm sure. Some people out there are, are always good to us. And I hope folks will read On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys. You can go to josephsbonsell.com and read about the book. But all you've got to do is go to Amazon and put On the Road with the Oak Ridge Boys in the search, and boom, it comes right up. It's available in Kindle, and it's in the iBook store, or it's available in paperback. I hope people read the book, and I hope they'll enjoy it, and I hope it's also a blessing in their lives. Yes, and I think people can learn a lot. Well, thank you, girls, for letting me talk about my new book today. I really appreciate it. And we're really happy to have you on the show. Thank you. I hope we get to do it again. We love it. Thanks, Joe. Allie, Rachel, thanks so very much. God bless you guys. You You too, too, Joe. Joe Bonzel on the road with the Oak Ridge Boys. Pick it up. Come right back for a rock and roll joyride with Cody Hansen of Hinder. It's the Mulberry Lane Show. My baby is American made.